see, I, I think I'm offering the insightful commentary and the humor. So what am I here for? The color? They've been the all day, but so it's fun. They have each other's bags, and today is finally done. In a world setting in a Georgia town. On a show about libraries and visual sound. In the stacks of libraries, where it always starts. The stacks so much more than either of them thought. It's Thursday for mayhem, it's Thursday for fun. In the stacks with Barry and Latoya, it's second to none. Welcome back. This is season nine of In the Stacks with Barry and Latoya. Yeah, so uh, it's been a long time since we talked to each other. <laughs> I don't think two weeks constitutes a long time as far as doing the show. And, it, and I think we actually talked like four or five times in between anyway. Yeah, so now I'm like, what are we going to talk about? Because, you know, I'm, I know, I'm done. So many, the, so many of the things we talked about in between the show, we're not legally allowed to talk exactly. about. Exactly. <laughs> So yeah, so it's gonna be um, this one should be a good one, I guess. We'll see how it how it turns out. I guess I just dropped Julian off. Mm -hmm. uh, you mean T'Challa? Yes, yeah, T'Challa. He was <laughs> last night and uh, today, and because um, y'all are on break right now, right? Yeah, he just got out on uh, his fall break yesterday, but I've been out since last Friday. Oh wow, yesterday. Yeah, I'm, um, my niece and nephew theirs was this week. So they go back, I believe, on Monday. Yeah, they, he goes back on Tuesday because they have Monday off for Columbus Day or whatever. Yeah, I always think it's so weird when, you know, it's like with the federal holidays, which ones the schools actually give, give students versus which ones they don't. So, yeah, yeah. So yeah up here, the, it is not um, a holiday as far as school is concerned. Kids have to go back, from my understanding of it. Yeah, and I go back on Monday. Oh, okay. Well, I mean, yeah, you're a teacher, though. You got to go back early. <laughs> well, I know not always. I mean, that's, <laughs> that's the day that students go back. Um, so, yeah. But uh, I'll see him every day from now through Monday, though. Um, because my, um, I have to go over to uh, take care of some animals since uh, <laughs> his mom's going to be out of town. So, um, okay. I have to go over to, to like give the animals their medicines and stuff. Oh, they're medicines. Oh, they're sickly. I did not know. Yeah, yeah. We have, uh, we had, they have now, I guess, a cat um, that has um, like thyroid problems. Oh, wow. I have thyroid problems. <laughs> yeah. So he takes um, one and a half pills twice a day. And um, so I'm going to go over Friday evening, Saturday morning, Saturday evening, and Sunday morning. Oh, okay. Yeah. And um, so, and I'll, I'll hang out with T'Challa then. Of course, of course. Play Wakandan games. <laughs> so, um, so what have you been doing these past two weeks? Um, I don't know. Nothing. <laughs> no, I mean, I've been kind of busy. I, last week, which, you know, worked out well in terms of us being off these past two weeks, uh, because last week I was able to go to what they call the girlfriend getaway uh, with our women's ministry, at least at my mom and dad's church. And so we spent the weekend on uh, Thursday night and Friday and then came back on Saturday at Indian Spring State Park. So that was cool because it was myself, uh, my mom and Gwen and my grandmother. Uh, so we got one cabin to ourselves. 
Mm-hmm. And yeah, it was, I mean, I really enjoyed kind of getting away and so what, uh, do, you, what do you do with a girlfriend getaway you have like pillow fights and no like, <laughs> hair and like no. you know, we just we play it's class. like well it's like a <laughs> oh no especially since it's a church sanctioned <laughs> trip so uh yeah. no we we just um played games and uh i, I know <laughs> We played this game called Sequence, which was pretty cool. I'd never heard of it until that point. And so that was that was fun. And then we I started working on a puzzle with a couple of the ladies there. And then a few of them went on like since they were at the park, they decided to go uh take a walk. But it was way too hot for me. It was well over ninety degrees and my body type does not lend itself to being out there huffing and puffing uh <laughs> in that kind of heat. So but I mean it was just a chill weekend because there wasn't anything like planned it was just oh we're staying here for these days and you just fill the time with kind of whatever it is you feel like doing so if you wanted to not do anything you could do that and I mean we got together to uh you know to have meals and stuff but outside of that we were just relaxing it was weird because when I was there I realized how infrequently I leave my own house or leave the comfort of the things that I'm used to. Well, right. no, the, the cabin was great. I mean, it's, it's actually very well um, renovated. It's nicer than my own house kind of thing. But um, I had forgotten that since it's in the mountains, you know, uh, internet <laughs> is, is very spotty. Yeah. And so it was, it took me five times as long to get something done while I was there. And I mean, the intent was not to work, but there were some things that had to be taken care of. And so I was not happy about it. And then I have unlimited on both my iPad and my iPhone. And I actually have two different providers. So I have Xfinity for my iPhone. And then for my iPad, I'm still under a family plan with AT&T. Well, Oh, well, take that back. I, I am now on the unlimited plan with Xfinity because AT&T was giving me issues like, because I, I use it as a hotspot when I need to, you know, obviously if there's no internet. Well, for whatever reason, I was having extreme difficulty getting it to connect to my iPad, which is the one with unlimited. And when I switched over to my iPhone, it was, you know, fast and everything loaded. So I decided that I wanted to see what it was like to not pay attention to how much data usage <laughs> I was doing on there. And I got an email from, from Xfinity saying, you know, oh, by the way, you've, you know, burned through 13 and a half gigs of data. And I was like, oh, okay. So in that moment, I, I was like, yeah, let me just go ahead and change my plan because they let you do it mid-cycle. So I'm, I do the buy the gig plan, which is like $12 a gig. Normally, I don't even use a full gig because I'm all, always under Wi-Fi. But uh, yeah, I went ahead and changed it so that my bill wasn't going to be 200 and something dollars this month. <laughs> this month. So yeah, that was that was fun. What's, what's uh, going on with you? Oh, um... Well, uh, let's see. I'm reading a very big book. So is uh, it like big as in the size or? Yeah, it's like uh, it's like over 1,100 pages. Oh, jeez. What is that? <laughs> and, and by the way, you know, I frequently will say things like that, 1,200, 1,300. My students don't know what that means. Of, of right. course not. I mean, I'm sure the books they read are like well, less no, than 200 pages. No, if I say something's like 1,100, 
oh they don't understand they don't know what that means and they're like what and i'm like you know like <sighs> 1100 and they're like oh okay but they, they don't know what like 1250 is well, it's funny. Kendrick showed me um, something on Facebook where they, I think they were just making fun of the generation now where it's like, you know, they can't use an analog clock. Mm -hmm. They can't use a, a they don't know what a, what a phone is as far as if they had to go to a, a you know, like a pay, a pay phone or anything. They have no concept of what that is. And, and it's just they so weird. Yes, exactly. Yeah, that was also on there. I was like, that is so crazy. Because yeah, I mean, this is stuff that we, uh, you know, we take for granted now, because we had to learn it. And I mean, I still force myself to write in cursive sometimes besides just signing my name. And just just even writing because I mean, nowadays, you can almost get away with not even doing that. So yeah. So your 1100 paged book, what is yeah. it on? So it's called Stalin. Waiting of course, Hitler. I knew it would be some Nazi book. It's actually it's about a Russian. Um, <laughs> but yes, it's about Stalin's reign from 1929 to 1941. Mm -hmm. So it ends basically with him and Hitler, you know, coming to their secret pact, right? Um, which didn't last long. Mm -hmm. um, but it's you know I've always been interested in Stalin. Mm -hmm. um, because I do read a lot of stuff about um, the Nazi side of things. Right. And uh, so, of course, Stalin comes up quite a bit. And um, really, I've never read a biography of him. And uh, so this one basically covers just this specific period. So and, is it um, very dense? I mean, 1,100 pages, it almost seems like it's, it screams this is a very dense book. Well, I'm only six pages in. Oh, Okay. Um, but, uh, you know, it's got really, really cream-like paper, which is nice. Hmm. And uh, it smells very good. Um, it's very heavy, though. It's a heavy yeah. Book. It's hardback. And, um, you know, I bought it mainly because I was at a, a – in one of my recent trips to Barnes & Noble, I had seen it um, in the history section, right? Mm -hmm. And it was like 40 bucks, right? And I was looking at it, and I was like, oh, no, right? And I had it. I was carrying it around with me, right? And I noticed that up in the front at their discount section mm -hmm. was the exact same book for $7.99. What? It was the exact same book. Yeah. Right? And so I put down the $40 copy and picked up the $7.99 <laughs> copy. Right. Bought it. Right. And um, so it's been on my to-read shelf for a little while because I'm like, you know, this is a, this is a big thing. Right? Yeah, that's a, that's a big commitment. That is huge. Well, and I wanted to read it when I had like a break. Yeah. Because sometimes I carry my books back and forth to, to work. And I'm like, you know, this is a heavy book to have in my bag. But right? it's Thursday and your break started when and you're just now reading it? Well, I've read like three books before already on this break, right? Yeah, but so, you should have started that one first. I don't want to start this one first. Okay, I get it. You weren't I had in other things I wanted to read. Mm -hmm. and, um, but I, I'm going to try and read as much as I can between now and Monday. Um, okay. So anyway, I'm reading that, um, and this is actually the second book in the series. He had written a previous one, this guy named Stephen Kotkin. Mm -hmm. uh, the previous one was all about Stalin, 1878 to 1928. And okay. uh, I presume, I don't know if he's already written it, or there will be another one that will cover, you know, 1942 on. So uh, did you read the, the first book? No. Oh, you're not interested in Stalin during that period? Well, no, because I'm interested in Stalin as a leader, 
So like at the height of his power kind of thing, not the yeah. lead up to it. I don't, give, I don't care anything about him as a little kid. <laughs> you uh, just want to get to the meat. Yeah, okay. Well, I, I feel that way about a lot of biographies, actually. Like hmm. um, years and years ago, I got, you know, because I, I, I like Bill Clinton. Mm-hmm. Right? And so I got Clinton's autobiography. And I just, I have to admit, I skimmed through all of his childhood and really started focusing on like when he was running for a governor in Arkansas. Um, I think that's interesting though, because like, I think, well, I like, I love detail. So the fact that they would give that much backstory to kind of put into perspective the person that he would ultimately become, that kind of stuff interests me. As long as they don't languish in that, you know, like half the book is just that stuff. But I'm surprised that you don't really care for <laughs> the <Yeah>. background. <laughs> that's, that's even like when I read like sports biographies. Mm-hmm. Um, now, I want to hear about when they were players and what was going on then and what things were affecting them at that time. I don't, I don't give a damn, you know, that Peyton Manning, what he did in third grade. I don't care. <laughs> right. Um, I'm interested in Peyton Manning as a football player. Right. And that's the aspect that I'm interested in. Hmm. Uh, yeah okay generally generally I, I just don't care about the other stuff right yeah, but now, i mean i yeah i like to know the why behind the what and so there's only a few people that i'm that interested in like so, maybe robbie williams or prince yeah, or something or bowie <laughs> yeah and and when it comes to these kind of people like you know joseph goebbels mm-hmm. um you know with, with the whole nazi thing to mm-hmm, of course um, i actually you know i ha- i own all the books that were his diaries. Okay. Um, you know, going back to his, his youth. And those things are very interesting to me because they, they let you see, you know, into the mind of the people who are doing these things. Mm-hmm. But for Stalin, I don't care what Stalin, you know, I, I want to know, <laughs> I, 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 I'm interested in the, the bureaucracy and the, the, the what was going on politically in this time. Okay. I'm not interested. Like it started off by saying, you know, oh, Stalin's a human being. You know, he liked to smoke pipes. He collected watches. All right, see, that kind of stuff's interesting, mm-hmm. right? That's interesting. You know, the fact that Hitler like loved Disney films and mm-hmm. would, you know, they would have like private showings and something. That's interesting, right? Yeah. Um, but I don't need to know like who Stalin had a crush on when he was a little kid, right? That's just too much. Hmm. Okay. Yeah. Anyway, so I'm reading a big book. That's what I'm doing. All right. Um, well, when do you project you'll be done with that book? I don't know. I mean, I assume uh, since you can't bring it to work with you, um, or I mean, you won't because the thing is so huge. Right. Uh, it'll take you longer since you won't be reading it during your planning periods or whatever. <laughs> right. Well, and usually I take books to work and then I don't read them there anyway. Okay? <laughs> um, I just carry it back and forth. Oh. Um, but um, yeah, I'll probably, it'll probably take me a couple weeks. Yeah. Okay. Um, and for Halloween, I decided to watch something scary. So I watched um, Surviving R. Kelly. Uh, <laughs> you know, I had not watched before, right? Mm-hmm. And um, so I watched that on Netflix. There's six episodes, and uh, it was it was interesting. He really likes pee. He likes pee a lot. Mm-hmm. Um, and uh, you know, I. I have to admit, the only song, I, if you had asked me to name an R. Kelly song, I know that I believe I can fly. Yes, that's, yeah, that's the one right. that everybody knows. I think that's yeah. the most mainstream, yeah. 
Yeah, but then apparently he's had like a lot of hits. Yes, right? but not in the genre that you listen to. Yeah, so. I was going to say particularly <laughs> the black community. Yes. Right? And they were talking about like there's some song I never heard of that apparently everybody gets married to. It's, they, mm-hmm. dance, they, they dance to this song at their wedding. Um, all these different things. And, um, and then he had like Bump and Grind or something. Mm-hmm. I don't know. A, a bunch of songs I didn't know. Right? <laughs> but I watched this thing and, and – <laughs> It's just ama- it is amazing the fact that it he just continued on for so long. Well, I mean, like, and there was so, so I'm, much evidence. I've never of- been a, an R. Kelly fan per se. I do have like two of his songs that he's done as a duet, done duets as because I think he um, did one with uh, Celine Dion that I have as right. well in my yeah, in my that. library. And he but, did one with Whitney Houston too. Yeah, I don't remember that one, but I didn't ever like him as a person, and there's been a lot of smoke for many, many, many years, so I'm like, yeah, he's probably guilty of, you know, some, if not all, of whatever it is. <laughs> they had a video. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, there's the video. Um, and, you know, and he, like, throws his brother under the bus during that trial. He's like, oh, you know, my brother looks a lot like me. It's my brother. Oh my gosh! You know, and his brother's like, "What?" <laughs> right? Well, I mean, it it feels a little bit like kind of the whole Trump thing right now, where it's like, how do does he need to literally kill somebody before yeah. you do something about it? But yeah, I mean that that mm, I I didn't have a desire to watch it because I know that I would just be pissed off anyway. Um, I, but, I, I, I thought it was interesting because I like true crime and I yeah, like yeah. music documentaries. Mm-hmm. Yeah, oh. yeah. <clears throat> they say, "What is it? The behind the music or whatever is coming oh, back." I used to love or, those. Yeah, yeah, something like that. I think they yeah. said it. I would watch it. Or is it people I didn't care about? No, I think. Or is it the E True Hollywood Story? One of those. I used to watch that mess too. So yeah. yeah. So yeah, I mean, you know, my my guilty pleasure is sports um, documentary. So I love watching Thirty for Thirty. I've yeah. I've watched almost every one of them. So. <laughs> well, there used to be this show called the That Metal Show. Mm-hmm. They used to show it on VH1. It was like all heavy metal. Mm-hmm. And they would like talk to people and interview people. And I used to love watching that. I don't like heavy metal. But you and like the, their stories? Yeah, it was interesting because they'd bring these people on and they'd be fascinating. Mm-hmm. And they would talk about stuff and talk about what they went into their music. And I'm like, damn, this is awesome. Now like, <laughs> I'd like log on to iTunes or whatever and download a couple of songs and go, man, this sucks. <laughs> <laughs> right? But I mean, I love, I love the people. Yeah, and, yeah. The things you know, and it's the same way with like you know, um, rap music and stuff. I watch a lot of like documentaries about rap artists, and I know, um, but you hate the music because I remember I specifically the uh Alicia Keys song Empire State of Mind. Oh, god, you I deliberately love the part exactly. Yeah. You bought the version that did not have Jay Z on it. Yeah, I remember the that version ruins it. <laughs> The rest of it is a beautiful song. It is a beautiful song, but it's so. like I hate all those things. I hate Katy Perry. Sometimes will do those. It's so you like, don't like oh, the yeah, collaboration, like grooving along, and then like somebody comes on, and he's like yada 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 yada. Oh right? my gosh! And okay. I'm like, what the fuck is this? <laughs> right? I mean, I, mean, I, I understand. Like, I don't like in my candy, right? Okay. I don't like my Kit Kats or anything like that, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, if it's candy, it's soft, right? I don't need a cookie in it, right? <laughs> if it's pop music, I don't need any rap in it, right? Oh, my God. Sometimes I'll listen to rap. Mm-hmm. I listen to, like, you know, the pansy rap, right? Okay. Um, but I don't need, like, hardcore rap in my Katy Perry song. 
it doesn't make sense. If All right? you say so. I think it adds a little something. I mean, I don't want the entire album to be like collaborations. Yeah. Sorry, Ed Sheeran. But I do like when they have someone on there like who pandering. adds a little something. Yes and no. It's pandering. Not always. I it's don't like think. Katie, you really think Katy Perry is like blasting the Snoop Dogg at home? No. She's yes. inviting, <laughs> inviting Snoop on to California Girls because she knows it will make it will somehow increase her, her cred. Okay. okay. Fine. Whatever. You don't see Snoop going, oh, you know what? I really got to bring on Katy Perry for my next song. Right? No. She's bringing on him. Okay. It's pandering. All right. Anyway. Whatever. Anyway, so Surviving R. Kelly, I would, I would recommend it. I think it's interesting. Um, I'm just not interested cool. in the subject matter. I'm not well, interested all this stuff in with, him. Uh, with, uh, what's her name? Aaliyah. Aaliyah, yeah. Mm -hmm. I mean, she was like a little girl. Yep. You know, and see... I don't want to know. Like I know, Agent Nothing but <laughs> no. I have that album. Yeah. Um, I I think that like so I didn't all I didn't live in the details of all that stuff. I just know like the gist of stuff. And so I'm like I can't watch anything on it because I loved Aaliyah. I mean, oh my gosh. And just no, he just ugh, he's just nasty. I don't even. I just don't want to know. So it's one of those ignorance is bliss kind of things. Yeah. Even I'm not going to devote became, time to watch it. <laughs> even before he became a big superstar, they had on like the principal of this school. Mm -hmm. And he was like, yeah, R. Kelly would always be like hanging around outside the school and <laughs> let out. It's like a middle school. Mm -hmm. And he said, you know, I thought even then I thought it was kind of strange. He's like, why is this grown man hanging around mm -mm. You know, with all these 12 and 13 year old girls? And I'm like, yeah, Why? Come on. Well, what's hilarious, <laughs> too, is that, stupid. Well, I mean, the fact that if he was doing that from then and before he even became R. Kelly, and I mean, you know how police love to arrest black people. How yeah. is it that he just didn't stay in prison? <laughs> well, and se several people in there said that if he was doing these things with young white girls. Oh, yeah. M most definitely. He would have been locked up in five mm -hmm. minutes. Absolutely. But in fact, it was young black girls. And they were saying, you know, basically black women are not considered as valuable mm -hmm. right, by society. Right, right, right. And that, you know, in the, even in the black community, there were so many people who defended him, you know. And they said there were a lot of reasons for it. They said, you know, that church is so important in the black community. And a yeah. big part of, of church is forgiveness. Mm -hmm. And, you know, well, and then that, there's and the you thing see about when you see someone of color right making something of that right exactly yeah. so yeah you give them kind of a wide girth there to kind of do what they want to do but i mean his has just been a trump size hole so yeah. i i don't understand it so. but it just seems like once you see once you see a video of him peeing in the mouth of like an underage girl <laughs> isn't that isn't that enough <laughs> apparently uh, not yes. <laughs> apparently not it's just, I don't know. I just don't get it. He's black Trump. That's what he is. Yeah. So, uh, oh, yeah, I'll use that as, yeah. <laughs> so in other news, um, Miles and Gwen are now engaged. They got engaged last week, Saturday. So when we got back Very from, nice. so like everyone knew except for Gwen, of course. Um, right. And so... That week, she, you know, it was busy. She had a lot of stuff going on, and she was just stressed and all that stuff. So at one point, I even went over 
oh, on Thursday, I went over to her house because she was stressed out um, before we had to go to on the trip. And, you know, I was basically saying, oh, well, everything will look better after this weekend. Just calm down. And, you know, and so I was more so pointing out the fact that we're going on a, you know, weekend trip because mm -hmm. that's all she knew about. And of course, I knew that because there was more so um we all met up we all i mean the dinner was planned for us to meet as a family because i had not met her side of the family and so her mom her dad one of her brothers uh and uh his son baby son was there and um all of us were there and so was white chocolate and beyonce mm. and it was it was awesome. I mean, it was very it was very it was simple but so sweet. And you know, we um, I don't know. It's just it's it's exciting. <laughs> uh, so I'm glad that she's going to officially be my sister, even yeah. though I've already called her that from the jump. So so congratulations to my brother, baby monkey or Miles, and Gwen, baby gnome. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, when you when you posted about it, you know, I actually because uh, you tagged her in it, I think mm -hmm. I like actually went to her Facebook page, and so I saw her in uh, her Spider Gwen outfit. Mm -hmm. So yeah, that was pretty cool. So yeah, she's she's excited, rightfully so, and so they don't have a date set yet, but I'm sure they will come up with something soon. But either way, I'm just glad it's going to happen, and you know. You think they'll do something like extravagant or something really small? I think maybe something in between. So this will be Gwen's first wedding. Um, and it's so horrible now that we live in the, the times that we live that we actually have to say, oh, this is their first or their. But uh, so she'll, you know, she'll, of course, want to do some of the more traditional things which is cool. You know, uh, I know that when I got married for the second time, I just wanted to go to the courthouse, but my parent, my mom was like, no. So we had it, you know, just a, a very, very, very small ceremony at uh, the church. But yeah, I, I, I wasn't even that interested in my first wedding, to be honest. I just wanted to show up and get married and be done. I didn't want to do the, I, I didn't care about the planning. <laughs> well, I had a cold on my on that day too, and it was it was awful. But I just, you know, I I there were a lot. There's a lot of alphas in my family, a lot of alpha females, mm -hmm. and in that particular incident, I just didn't really want to. I I just wanted them to do it. Uh, I'm like, y'all do you. I'll show up. Whatever. I don't really care because it just it just wasn't that important. The, that part of it wasn't important to me, the planning and yeah. So, I mean, I have fond memories of the event itself because, you know, unfortunately for me, a lot of the, those alpha females are, you know, no longer are here, you know, they've passed on. And so, I mean, I'm glad I have that memory, but, but yeah, I, I don't need, I never really needed a big wedding. The only reason why I would have a big wedding is so I could get big money. <laughs> so, <laughs> so you know because if you get invited to a wedding and you go you you feel obliged to you know give that don't you know give them money or something like that so so yeah 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 <laughs> <laughs> wow okay but i know i'm not doing it again two is two is enough for me 
Yeah. So, so yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm done. I mean, I wasn't, I wasn't even planning to get married the first time, to be honest. And then certainly not the second time. And after both experiences, I'm like, yeah, I'm done. <laughs> so, so I've told Ari, Kay already knows I said, yeah, once, the, if, you know, this one hits the rocks, I'm just done, done, you know? And then yeah. he was joking around and saying, oh, well, you know, cause he, he, we always talk about, oh, if he wins the lottery, I said, I'm going to take half because I'm entitled to at least that. <laughs> and then I said, I'm going to go ahead, take my half. We're going to get divorced and, you know, you go on your merry way. And then yesterday we were just, uh, we were just talking. And then he was like, oh, but no, you would have to be, you'd still have to be in my life. I said, no, that's what, that's why it's a divorce. He's like, no, but you have to make sure that, you know, like his uh, doctor's appointments gets booked and he's taking his medication and stuff. I said, mm, <laughs> nope, nope. I don't want to have nothing to do with you when it's done. <laughs> I said, you've already taken enough life out of me. So, so yeah, but anyway, the darker well, we, side. <laughs> we should have Miles and Gwen on the show at some point. Before we, we should, went. we should. We I don't think the chumps. I know it's been ages since we've done that. I know Gwen listens to the show. I don't think Miles does. He's too Hollywood <laughs> at this point. He used to listen to it, but now yeah, he's he, got, yeah. yeah, he's always working. Uh, Cause he, you know, he is in the industry. He does work. Uh, at, behind the scenes but yeah he is all he's run ragged so he has other more important people to listen to um when he's listening to podcasts <laughs> I, I have heard that gwen is somewhat horrified by what we talk about on the show well yeah i mean she thinks you're like weird <laughs> <laughs> well i think well, that's wait so you're saying she thinks you're normal no god no <laughs> okay i was about to say i've never had anybody tell me that i was weird and you were normal <laughs> no 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 i'm i'm no i'm okay. nowhere near normal um so yeah she enjoys the show and she'll give me feedback i'll ask about it but but yeah i need to get um miles to start listening again yeah well, we'll so, just have to talk about it more, I guess. I guess, maybe. So um, before I toss it back to you for your last thing, I was going to say that, so tomorrow I'm going on my first, I think it's my first business trip since I left the library. So this is, it's like over five years since I've been yeah. on a business trip. So this one, you know, I'm going to New Hampshire with one of my clients. It's kind of like a little uh, team building thing because her, her assistant is all also coming along and I realized, well, for one, I, I'm an adult now, so I don't really care for, for flying. When I was younger, it was fun. And I mean, I've flown on so many flights at this point. I just, you know, as an adult, you can't really suspend the thoughts in your head of how high you are in the sky <laughs> and what can happen. And, you know, those types of things, it freaks me out. I mean, I know statistically it's safer to fly, but, you know, in my mind, I often, I often think about, well, depending on what kind of accident there is in the sky, it could be a long and painful death experience, you know, like rather than it being a blip that, you know, if you're falling out of the sky, that anyway, so yeah, that goes through my head. So as an adult, I do not like to fly if I can avoid it. But um, we are, we are, of course, flying to New Hampshire. And so tomorrow That's will a long also way from your house. A very long way. The fact yeah. that I'm actually doing rideshare for the first time in my life 
is um, interesting too. I'm like, it's a lot of firsts. So yeah, I'm going to take Lyft. I decided on Lyft versus Uber. And, you know, they're going to come pick me up to go to the airport. Well, I mean, I'll, I'll, you know, get the ride tomorrow morning. But uh, I have to wake up at like 5.30, 5.45, which is ridiculous. Well, I get up at 5.30 every morning. Yeah, and that's still ridiculous. Yeah. So, so, yeah. And what makes it even worse, though, is that I am coming down with a cold. I've been coming down with one for about the past couple of days and I've been staving it off a little bit. Um, so even this morning, I couldn't even, my alarm went off at 8.15 and I was like, yeah, no. And then I think I got out of the bed after 10 and didn't get in the office until maybe 10.40 or so. Mm-hmm. But yeah, I mean, my body was just exhausted. And so, I mean, I'm not like at the point where I'm like runny nose or anything like that. It's just, you know, that right before all of that happens I'm on that (laughs) so it's like it sucks though because I'm going on a commercial airline and that air quality is not good so you know all all the things that you know only make it more convenient for the cold to come along so um with me and flying once I'm on the plane I enjoy it Mm -hmm. Uh, to me all the stressful stuff is all the stuff in the airport I'm always nervous that I'll miss something or that, you know, I, I, that all stresses me out going through security and all that. Yeah, that um, stuff doesn't I, bother me. Once I actually get on the plane and sit mm-hmm. down, I'm fine. I'm only like, I just okay. get out of book, I just read it. Well, and I, like, I did what I should have done last weekend. I actually, which again, these are firsts for me since I don't go anywhere. Um, I should have last weekend downloaded stuff off of like Amazon and then watched it (laughs) while I was there instead of just streaming it. So when I thought about that, I was like, Oh, I'm going to do that today. So I, there's apparently a limit of 25 downloads, you know, that you can keep in your account at any one time. So I downloaded 25 different things. One of them was like a whole season of a show that I'm watching, but I was like, let me go ahead and at least put them all here because this way, if there's any issues with data and, you know, just period, I'll have it on my iPad, just like with any book I'm reading, even if it's 1100 pages, I don't have to carry it with me. Um, But you also can't smell it. Yeah. You're just weird about that stuff. I'm, I just took out a cop. One of my copies of Gone with the Wind, and I'm trying to sniff it, and I don't, I don't smell anything. But I would not. I, mean, I would get rid of that book then. <laughs> well, I mean, I picked it up because I'm like, this is the only thing that's close to what you're reading, because this version, the it's a thousand and thirty-seven pages. Uh-huh. So yeah, I mean, you could do damage with this book. Anyway, so I have, I've downloaded stuff from, to keep me busy and my client uh, at the last minute approved me being able to uh, just go ahead and expense getting one of the larger seats because in an email I was like, uh, she had said, oh, if you're going to check luggage, just charge it to your company card. And I'm like, okay. I said, for sake of efficiency and the fact that we're only going for like, you know, a weekend, I'll just pack everything into a carry-on, which is the first for me, a first for me as well. I always, whenever I travel, I check a bag, but, uh, so it was going to cost $30 to check the bag anyway. And right. when I noticed, cause coming back, we're taking a different, um, 
airline. So coming back, we're going to be in the comfort seats. But on this one, we weren't originally set for that. So I had said, you know, the only thing I would have changed is that I would have gotten a different seat because I'm plump. And she was like, oh, just go ahead. Because I was like, I didn't want to not sit with them, you know, but, right. but I'm like, I also didn't want to feel like a sardine in a seat. So, so yeah, I, I got to at least upgrade. So I'm like, okay, I chose, you know, window seat, which I never actually, well, seldom look out the window when we're, when I'm flying. Um, but I'm looking forward to that. And I deliberately chose like upfront, even though I guess it, it's jet blue. I don't know if they have an actual like first class, but I don't think so. But I got up, I, I'm sitting up front as if I was in first class. So that'll okay. be cool. I've never flown JetBlue. I haven't either. So, I mean, this whole trip is is all new stuff for me. I've never been to New Hampshire. So, yeah. that'll be a first. And so, yeah, every part of this trip is something completely new. So, I'm looking forward years to it. Years and years ago, I flew on Eastern. I did, I've flown on Eastern. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And then every other time, I've either been on Southwest or um, Delta. Delta. <laughs> I and, think I've also been on like TWA back in the day. Um, I know everybody talks about how fun Southwest is, but I, it always felt ghetto every time I was ever on it. Well, I've never been on it. And yeah, everyone is telling, you know, like I think my mom, like if my parents aren't flying Delta, which they do because they have like the Delta Amex and all that and they travel a lot. But if they're not traveling Delta, they fly Southwest. And I'm like that whole not picking your seat and being in groups. Yeah. And I'm like that. I don't feel comfortable with that. So, that feels like a corral, you're corralling, you know, sheep or whatever. It, no, I don't like it. You know, sometimes, you know, back in the days when you would like talk down about carnival cruises, right? Mm-hmm. When you would talk about them as like being like the Walmart of cruises. Yes. <laughs> That's the way I kind of feel about Southwest. Okay. Right? It's like, yeah, this is also some cute shit. All right. But I, I don't need, I just want you to be professional when you're flying me. Okay. Mm-hmm. I don't need people singing. I don't need for us all to just, you know, grabbing seats, right? <laughs> no, this is the kind of thing I just want. I want everybody to look professional. Yep. I want to have an assigned seat. Yep. I want all this kind of thing, right? And so Delta to me, it, it feel I always felt safe. <laughs> you know, they know what they're doing. Well, Southwest, Southwest always kind of felt like. Southwest know, is carnival. <laughs> it always kind of felt like, you know, are these people really legitimate air or airline people? It doesn't feel like it, right? I guess that's it feels like they're the people though. who got fired from Delta. Oh, no. Don't say that. <laughs> well, that's what we like Those people are working for Spirit. So <laughs> oh, there you go. All right, yeah. Because, yeah. yeah, if you've never flown Spirit, don't I ever not. fly Spirit. No, that is literally the worst airline to fly on. So okay. you, the, the joke is always if you go on Spirit, they will even charge you to breathe because everything on Spirit costs money. So you can't right. like, even if you're check, if you check a bag, if you carry on a bag, if you, I mean, it's just, it's like, so what am I, I'm going on this trip and I'm not supposed to bring anything oh, and better yet, I pay a ticket to fly, but it's going to cost me extra to actually bring luggage. It just, no, no, no. Nope. Yeah. So, so yeah, this will be a weekend of first and I'm looking forward to it. I mean, I, again, I'm hoping I don't like get ill. Uh-huh. Um, but I made sure I'm, I've packed some medication, all that fun stuff. I did take some medication today, 
um, made I sure I ate. medication every day. Well, okay, yes, that that is very true. <laughs> I took more medication than usual today. I think I had like 10 different pills today compared wow. to what I normally take. Um, so, <laughs> so you saw no movie this week? I don't think so. Um, well, we haven't been to the, yeah, yeah, none. We, well, we haven't been to the movies in a while and that's not, you know, just other things have been going on. So it's just kind of, that's how it's worked out. Did you and watch there hasn't the thing been I any, you? No, I didn't. I hadn't. I forgot to and then remembered late when I was going to sleep. You're talking yeah, about the like Star Trek minutes. thing? Yeah. You, it, you said watch it all the way to the end. So that implies yes, there was going to be. Okay, then. So I will watch it afterwards. All right. And then now I'll text I, you if, about it. If you're like me, the first thing you'll. All right. And some people love the guy who plays Spock. Mm -hmm. I don't. I, he's. I just. He, he'd be fine if he was somebody else. He just does not feel like Spock. Right. So does Zachary, um, whatever. Quinto? Yeah. Quinto, does he feel, um, I liked him as Spock. I was okay with him. Okay. The, my problem with Quinto is that he has like resting bitch face. <laughs> and, oh, well, I'm serious. <laughs> every time, every time. And I, I, when I first saw the first movie, the 09 movie, uh -huh. I was like, he's playing Spock too angry. Mm -hmm. Right, and then in the second and the third one, because I actually really like Beyond. Yeah, it's the only yeah. one of the reboots I really like. I love Beyond, and it, it it finally sunk into me. I don't think he's playing him too emotional or too angry or anything. It's just he looks angry. Right? Maybe it's that's just, it. Just well, when he's like standing around, he just he looks like he's pissed off. Well, I mean, think about and, it. Back on Heroes, when he was playing, what is it, Xander, whatever the character was, yeah. wasn't he? didn't he kind of have the same facial expressions yeah and, and and he's been on american horror story too um you know but yeah he's just it, to me i just one thing that i i always got in my head about spock from leonard nimoy was this kind of placid expression mm -hmm. right where a lot of his emotion came from the arched eyebrow or you know a lot of it was kind of subtle right yeah and uh quinto's not quite as subtle right and, but I mean, see the way the I who does it on Discovery, mm -hmm. I think is even less subtle. I mean, well, the way kind of, I, I actually kind of part of the humor in the thing I see. <laughs> well, the way that I rectify that or whatever is that Spock is on his way to becoming the Nimoy Spock. So right. the other people are just kind of like, yeah, they're they're not they're not quite, there yet. Yes, they're not there yet. So, um, and so he hasn't been able to yet con control his anger and showing it and all that stuff. But I'm gonna watch it. I, I'm sorry, I did forget until it was too late. So I knew you hadn't watched. Whatever. What? Because you think I would have texted you <laughs> afterwards? Yeah, you would have said something about it. Maybe. Yeah. So yeah, all today I was like, I bet she didn't watch that damn thing. Well, yeah, that that is true. I did not. So. so I went to see a movie. It's a it's a kind of a an indie thing, right? An um, indie thing. I heard about it? Yeah, it's called The Joker. Oh my gosh! Yeah, um, that's indie. Yeah, uh, you know, actually, it was really good. Um, people are all this divisiveness over it is strange to me. Um, okay. Well, I did read an article about. I mean, even though I was not interested in it, I did yeah. read an article about the whole thing and how. You know, like, I think they had to be really 
I think it was, well, it was about walking Phoenix and just the way, just, just him, I guess. But a lot of it was around the publicity around the movie and, and um, like he was in an interview and like walked out and I was like, yeah. oh, okay, whatever. But I mean, I, I've told you, I, I like Heath Ledger and his performance. And so I'm okay with not seeing anybody else be Joker. Um, I know that this is a, more of a prequel. This is his backstory, right? Well, yeah, and it's a completely different continuity, really. I mean, um, so, I mean, well, just because you like that one, are you never going to watch another movie with the Joker again, ever? No, I'm not saying I'm not going to watch a movie that features him. I'm not watching a movie that is just on him. I'm not, I'm okay with not seeing it. And, and I'm fine with you saying that, but the fact you say that it's because you like... Heath Ledger's performance that's that's strange to me um well no I'm saying it's enough for me like I'm not a huge huge Joker person I'm not either so matter of fact the only reason I was interested in this movie was because it did look different Um, I'd be fine if they never did another Joker story in the comics ever again Mm -hmm. I've I've read so many (laughs) they're always going to end pretty much the same way because they can't kill him um but at this point, yeah, I mean, you'd think that Batman, Batman is being negligent by not killing this guy. Mm-hmm. Because you know he's going to escape again and kill another few hundred people. <laughs> right? I exactly. Mean, I mean, at some point, um, you know, you've just got to admit, if I let him live, he's going to kill more people and then I'm responsible. So for they've him. never killed, so they haven't done like Superman and like killed him or anything like that? No, I mean, every time, every time it looks like he's been dead, you know, he actually, you know, swam away or something. Oh, jeez. But, well, I guess that's um, better than the whole, oh, Superman's dead, but he's not. Oh, and yeah, I mean, that's fine. Yeah, I guess that's just the way it's meant to be. But the movie was really good. I mean, <laughs> Joaquin Phoenix was amazing. Um, and I mean, he's a disturbed person, so playing a disturbed person should not be an he issue. He was fantastic in this. Um, <laughs> You know, I mean, I've liked him in other things. I liked him in Signs. Um, I liked him in um, that uh, Johnny Cash movie. Walk the Line. What do you mean the, yeah. what, the Johnny Cash movie? Oh, my gosh. I did see him in that. I was like, yeah. <laughs> What's the big deal? It's a Johnny Cash movie. Well, I mean, for one, you uh, know I'm not a Johnny Cash fan anyway. But it's like the, the his most famous, famous song. And you're like, oh, yeah, that Johnny Cash movie. It's like, um, okay, all right. See, to me, Bring a Fire is his most famous song, but whatever. Um, anyway, so uh, the movie, though, is fantastic. It's, um, it's, you can't look away. There's parts of it that are very, very disturbing, but you really mm-hmm. can't look away. And it's, 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 I think, solely because of Phoenix's performance. Um, you know, th- there's like one twist towards the end that I'm sorry if there's anybody in that theater who did not see that quote unquote twist coming mm-hmm. um I mean it was so obvious I'm not even sure why they bothered <laughs> right um and I don't want to give it away right okay. I, I know you're not going to see it but nope. you know Gwen or somebody might see it right she's not seen it she does not see scary movies of any sort that's not scary it is a scary movie it's not scary it's a dark movie it's a dark movie it's, it's not scary, scary. <laughs> um but yeah i mean there, there's a very pretty lady who's in it right mm-hmm. a and a lot of very people pretty lady about, yeah i don't know her name and, uh, <laughs> talking about, you know that her role is very limited 
and uh and there's the twist involves her so anybody who's seen it will know what i'm talking about and it's like I'm, now i'm just moment, googling it because i gotta see this, this i'm like pretty lady i'm like duh <laughs> um but i liked it um it was oh, really it's good. produced by bradley cooper hmm. well he's one of the producers i should say but um yeah it was, it was really good i would recommend it to folks um i i think it's it's really cool so what's your batoya score on it let's see um i mean i wouldn't say it is a classic so i wouldn't say fully erect um <sighs> But definitely three quarters. I okay. mean, it, it's enough to do something with, you know, and, you know, it might get there. But, okay. um, yeah, definitely three quarters. Hmm. Okay. Well, yeah. So, yeah, I've not seen movies in a little bit. Um, again, there hasn't been anything that's come out outside, outside of, well, uh, no, I did. We didn't record a show after I saw Downton Abbey, so we saw that. No, yeah, which they've already announced they're going to do a sequel. Because are they really? I didn't. Yeah. Oh my god, that's going to be so amazing! Oh, I loved it um, because I'm a Downton person anyway, and you know, I think it stopped. It came off the air like five, seven years ago, something like that. But yeah, I, I, was, I was surprised it it opened so big. Because it was such a great series. Nobody wanted it to end. The writers just decided to end it. Um, so, I mean, if uh, it just, I can't, e I can't even. It's just, it's so well done. The writing is well done. The actors are, are perfect in their roles. And so having, having them bring the movie out after so many years of people, you know, salivating over, you know, like, I think I'm like a lot of other people that like Google shows like Downton Abbey <laughs> and watch other things to kind of fill that void. But it was, yeah, at the end of the movie, I was still wanting more. So the fact that they're say, they say they're going to do a second one is going to be amazing. But uh, so I saw I with heard about it when I when it was like Downtown Abbey. I thought it was about like a <laughs> prostitute or something. I thought it was Downtown Abbey, too, because um, I think it was Krista and Anne at the library who told me about it. And I mean, I didn't know what they were talking about. They're like, what? And so, yeah, I thought they were talking about, I thought it was Downtown Abbey, too. I was like, I don't know what you're talking about. And I mean, it came on originally here in the States anywhere, anyway on PBS. PBS is not a channel that I generally just sit around and watch. So... I wouldn't have really known that it was out. Um, but once I started watching it, I mean, yeah, I was hooked. So I knew I was going to see the movie when it came out. And I was not at all disappointed. There were some ups and downs and all that stuff. And Maggie Smith was amazing as always. Um, but her, her character is very, very saucy and cantankerous. And <laughs> so... Um, so yeah, it was it was awesome. So I did see that one movie, but I haven't gone to the theater since then. Um, I, I was going to maybe go to the movies this on Tuesday, but you know things were just really chaotic, and I was under the weather, and and Gwen is under the weather. So uh, we were going to see Hustlers, and um, you know if if it's still in the theaters next week, okay, I might see it, but I don't. Right now, I don't have anything that I'm like, oh my gosh, I have to see it right now. Yeah. We're going to see The Addams Family. Uh, yeah, I'm good with the previous ones. I don't need to see it again. Yeah, I love the previous ones, but uh, the, the animated one looks cute. Um, mm -hmm. And then the weekend after that, I want to see uh, the sequel to Zombieland. 
Um, I'm so I don't know if I'll go to see it. Like, I mean, I you made me watch it. I, I think I watched it with you um, <laughs> one day at one of our movie days kind of things. Yeah. But um, I'm if I don't see it in the theater, I'm okay. I mean, I'll watch it at some point. But well, I can't. I I just can't wait to see that cast back together again. I mean, I, I love them. Yeah, I mean, it was a cool movie. I just I I don't think I was as connected to it as as you are. <laughs> so. And um, I don't. I want to see that Knives Out when it comes out. Yes, I know. That looks it cool. it looks cool, but it's it's a little too gory for me. So gory. Hang on, am I thinking? No, I'm thinking about that other one, Ready or Not. Sorry, Knives Out. Yes, I do want to see that one. Yeah, I've forgotten. Gory. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Is it too scary for you? You think it might be too scary? Probably no. <laughs> so I do want to see that. So so all right. My mother, right, mm-hmm. she will describe things as being too spicy, right? Mm-hmm. And, and me and Julian would always make fun of her because I think that she, she grew up eating food that had like no flavor. Right. Right? And so now anything that has flavor, she's like, ooh, it's too spicy. <laughs> oh right? And I'm like, I don't think you understand what spicy really no, is. No, I don't right? think and so. So it's like you with, oh, that movie's too scary. <laughs> no, no, it's the not the same. Scary. Don't do that. No, like, oh, it's dark. It's not scary. It's dark. Well, darkness for me can be scary, and so that's usually the first thing. My mom will say that pepper is too spicy. No, see, I don't. I don't say that. No, 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 I'm not saying you think it's too spicy, but you. I'm comparing. No, don't. No, scary movies (laughs) to my mother's inability to detect the true nature of spice. Oh my gosh, Mm -mm. that's that's okay, but. So I mean, the Joker did apparently do quite well. The budget was fifty-five to seventy million. It's already made two hundred and eighty-one million. Yeah, so. I mean, it set domestic records. Yeah, um, what was it for Thursday open, right? Well, Wasn't for the it? whole weekend, it had like ninety-four million, I think, here in the U.S. Well, yeah, but I'm just saying, like, they had set a Thursday, uh, October yeah. Thursday open or something record, or you know, they they'll sometimes like really <laughs> dig back in there to figure out what stat they can throw up but um yeah i i just i'm not no no and it, it's nothing I, I hope they don't do a sequel oh with this one yeah i hope they just leave it as a as a by itself kind of thing but it was really good i would recommend it um uh, yeah, it you know, says that it was intended to be a standalone with no planned sequels yeah, they say that, but then it makes and like then yeah, it makes money, dollars. and they're like, oh, people want to see it, mm. right? <laughs> yeah. But I think as just a standalone thing, I think it, it's very strong because it um, says that um, um, that Joaquin is is interested possibly in doing a sequel. Well, yeah, I'm sure, I'm sure he's got another <laughs> house to buy or something. But, um, so speaking of comic book movies, though. Mm-hmm. Right. I don't know if you've noticed, but Martin Scorsese uh, recently came out and said that he did not consider Marvel movies to be true cinema. So I did. I've, I've only heard his name and the Marvel movie. I did not know the whole thing around it. Right. So did so he really say that they're not true cinema? Yeah, he said that. And he said that he's tried to watch them, but he just can't. And he said that the best thing that he can compare them to is theme parks. What? And yeah, he says it's like a theme park, you know, and it's it's not true cinema. So people were giving Scorsese kind of a hard time about this. Well, then Jennifer Aniston, mm. right, a couple of days ago, 
-hmm. came out and in an interview, she said that she thinks that the Marvel movies are, you know, ruining um, the motion picture industry because there's so few good roles out there now because everything has to be this like big epic green screen Marvel movie. Not everything, and and so says wait, wait, the person who's not been in the Marvel movie. But uh, okay, yeah, all right, yeah, all right, yeah. So, and then she says that she wants to see like a, a return to the days of like Meg Ryan rom coms, right? And um, and so I had said on Facebook, I said, you know, it sounds to me like this is a lot of jealousy. Yeah, yeah. That the people that's who what she things, does is rom coms as well. So I mean. Right. She's talking about herself. <laughs> the people, yeah, the people who say these things are people who are not making money hand over fist, right? And, you know, it's just, <laughs> I just I, think it's so, it's just so funny. I mean, I think it's being like really pretentious about it. You know, it's like almost like, oh, you must obviously don't understand it because this is art or it's like, no, I just, I mean, I love, there are movies that are really deep with character development and all of that kind of stuff that I absolutely love, but there is a place in the cinematic universe (laughs) for Marvel. And I mean, to be very honest, I think, um, I think I also saw, did I see, I think I saw Aquaman after you, after we stopped recording and I, yeah, I texted you because you didn't even respond about it. You didn't even respond when I sent it, a message to you about it, but within like not even five minutes movie, I was like, oh my God, I, I, I need to turn this off. I watched all of it, but yeah. I was like, it is night and day between Marvel and DC. It just, ah, I mean, it's like, I, I know that D- DC has some really great property, but they do shit with it. You know, I'm like, ah, I just, it pisses me off. It just pisses me off. So anyway, go ahead. So apparently Jennifer Aniston, who has never been in a Marvel movie and is not seeing any of that money is also siding with Scorsese who is a legend yes but obviously as you get older that doesn't mean you get smarter so (laughs) I mean I think he's maybe lost a bit of you know some of (laughs) he's out of touch things are just the big things right now um I went back and looked and there are people in the 80s who were saying that you know Star Wars yeah yeah (laughs) there are people who went I went I went back and found you know when Jaws came Mm -hmm. out People said Jaws ruined the movies because that was the first blockbuster. Now everything's got to be a blockbuster. Well, um, yeah. <laughs> I, found, I found an article all the way back into like the 60s that were saying that television had ruined movies. Mm-hmm. And, you know, that the golden age of movies would never come back and blah, blah, blah. Right. And I mean, there's always somebody saying movies are not as good now as they used to be. Yeah, it'll always be like that. It's a, all about perspective. You know, yeah. yeah, it's just like I remember a time on television when everything was situational comedies. Mm-hmm. Everything was a sitcom, and I remember people saying, "Oh, you know, the good old police drama—they're dead, right? Mm-hmm. There's nothing. They're not. They're gone. Nobody's going to sit around and watch them." Blah blah blah. And then, like five years later, it's like you had NYPD Blue, you had mm-hmm. Order Mess. What is it? Everything. Shield? They had the Shield or yeah. whatever. Yeah, yeah. Those, I did watch that one. <laughs> Then I, at that point, everybody was saying, oh, the sitcom is dead. Mm-hmm. Right? We'll never have a sitcom again. And then it, it just goes in cycles. And it's the same way with movies. Right now, there's a lot of superhero movies. Just like there, at one time, there were a ton of westerns. At one time, there was a ton of horror movies. Mm-hmm. It's just cyclical. It, yeah, um, it is. 
10 years from now, we might have one superhero movie a year, and we might have 50 rom-coms. And Jennifer Aniston's going to be too damn old to appreciate it. Right? <laughs> um, and I don't have anything against her, per se. I do – I like her, but I – I'm sorry, but anybody who ever starred in a Leprechaun movie not talk about <laughs> <Can't say> anything. <laughs> All right. It's just, you, you, oh my you gosh! Talk about it. Oh wow! And I mean, I didn't see the movie, but I definitely knew she was. <laughs> so, yeah, that is true. That is very true. Yeah. But I mean, I don't. I don't see how it is that they can. She can say that it's ruining the experience because I'm like, for these are the movies right now that are getting people to actually go to the movies. And yeah. hey, during the movie, they're gonna see a trailer or something else that might interest yeah. them. You know, so, and I mean, all the movies that I enjoy, I mean, I love Marvel, Marvel movies. I'll go see whichever one because I know it's going to be a good quality movie, but I'm not driven to the theater solely to go watch a Marvel movie. So, I mean, I think that they've upped the game. They've, I think they've made it better for Hollywood because the, the, the expectation is different. Um, so if you're going to be in a lower budget, non CGI type one, you're acting better be damn good, <laughs> you know? So yeah. yeah, I think, uh, like I said, I think Scorsese might've just wanted some, some, um, press at the moment. And then Jennifer Aniston could have just stayed out of the conversation. There's no point in her having said yeah. anything. So yeah. Um, I also wanted to mention, I watched a movie, it was a Netflix original called mm -hmm. In the Tall Grass, and um, it was based on a short story written by Stephen King and his son, who goes under the pseudonym Joe Hill, oh, okay. and um, it's, it was pretty good. Uh, for a, No offense to Netflix original films, mm -hmm. right? but sometimes they feel a slightly cheap, mm -hmm. not like cheap, cheap, not like sci-fi original yeah, films. Yeah, yeah. But they don't feel like theatrical films. Right, right. right. And, um, but In the Tall Grass, it, it felt like a, a cheap theatrical film. <laughs> um, you know, it was, it was really good. The, the premise is basically that this brother and his sister, she's very, very pregnant. He's driving her to San Diego so she can give up her baby to this family. Mm -hmm. um, he's going to adopt it. And they stop um, next to this huge, like, like a cornfield mm -hmm. and while they're just standing there um kind of you know catching their breath for kid driving on they hear this little kid yelling for help that he's lost in the grass and he can't find his way out and so they're like you know what should we do and you know they don't have any phone service because they're in the middle of nowhere and so they're like well you know we can hear you kid just stay where you are we're gonna come get you right of course yeah and then they get separated once you're in the grass and then there's lots of weirdness that happens okay uh, lots of weirdness and um it's like there's like this one moment where they lose each other and they're like okay we're both gonna jump up and see each other right mm -hmm. so they time it and they jump up and they see each other and they go oh great you know we, we're very close all right let's right. do it again make sure and they jump up and suddenly the brother is now way off in the distance behind her oh my gosh <laughs> right things move in the okay. grass the, the, wow. the grass the the only things that don't move in the grass are dead. Okay. <laughs> and, uh, <laughs> yeah. And, uh, anyway, there's all kinds of weird stuff that happens and it was very, very good. And, um, as I was watching it, you know, I always kind of Google just to see, you know, does mm -hmm. other people like it or whatever, you know, 
And I saw that it was getting very high ratings. But I saw all these websites. There was like, you know, oh, the ending of the movie explained, right? And, mm-hmm. you know, that confusing ending and everything. Right? I'm like, oh, okay, all right. And um, so, you know, I'm like curious to see the shock twist ending that nobody understands. So the movie ends, right? And I'm like, that made perfect sense to me. Mm-hmm. Right. And so I went online and I'm like, well, maybe I missed something. Right. And I go to, to look at, to have it explained to me. Right. And it, um, you know, said, it said what I just seen. Right. <laughs> and, um, and I was like, seriously. And so like I posted this? on Facebook. I said, anybody else watch this? Cause apparently people are confused by the ending. Mm-hmm. Right. And everybody was like, no, you know, no, it made perfect sense. You know, blah, blah. and I'm like, yeah. Yeah. I mean, the fact that they this? needed to explain. <laughs> I mean, I, I look, I could see if you walked in halfway through the movie. Right, right. And watched only the second half of the film. At the end, you might go, what? Mm-hmm. But if you had watched the whole thing, the ending is consistent within the rules that had been established in right. the film. Okay. So the people anyway. who needed explanation were the ones who clearly were not paying attention. Or, or fell asleep during the first part of it, talked through the first part of it. Yes, yeah, that kind of thing. Yeah. <laughs> Because, like, again, like, to bring my mom up, uh, she came over the other night, and, we, and she had never seen John Wick, right? And Which so I have like, not seen either. Yeah, and I said, you know, you're the only person on the planet who has not seen this movie, right? Mm-hmm. And I mentioned this to you, at which point you revealed that you had not seen it either. Any of them, yes. When you say it, yeah. there's more than one movie, so yes. Yeah. So, um, <laughs> so she's sitting there watching it, right? And I told her beforehand, I said, now, some of it you got to pay attention to, mm-hmm. right? So every time it's like a quiet moment and they're having like meaningful dialogue that you have to pay attention to, right? She starts talking, right? <laughs> and you know, I don't want to say shut up. Right. right. I'll like pause it, right? Let her finish what she's saying, right? Mm-hmm. Then I unpause it, right? I think that maybe that's like a, a subtle cue, right? Yeah, it's, it's meant to be. Yeah, you would think. Or like, you know, like, I'm horrible. Like, I will, <sighs> and pause it. <laughs> so it's yeah. like, it's not just a subtle cue. <laughs> yeah. So, um, and then, like, you know, she's, like, silent during all the, like, stuff blowing up scenes, right? <laughs> Which, you know, if you're going to talk, yeah. you can talk during that. Because, you know, right. you're not going to miss anything when somebody's just getting shot, right? But, yeah, it was just, anyway, I don't know. I suspect it was people like my mom who needed this explain to her i think so possibly nothing against her mom but i i I get it yeah so i i see here that yeah i'm looking at at i'm looking at this um this uh guide for this show Mm -hmm. and you did a piss poor job dude you should be lucky you're you're lucky i showed up at all oh i'm just like you filled in some stuff about since our last show yeah movie update nothing Mm -hmm. entertainment news nothing blank blank well, because, I mean, again, I wasn't feeling all that great. And I was like, you know, he is the, the main person on the show. It's in the sex with Barry, and then I come after that so Barry can talk. <laughs> so. You know, anyway. I, I am a modern man. I, I believe in letting the woman come first. Mm-hmm. You know? Then I can enjoy myself. Oh, okay. Okay. So if you would like, we can change it to in the stacks with Latoya. No, no. 
that see that just messes with my head because you know alphabetically Barry comes before Latoya and you know I'm very OCD about that kind of stuff so no I we, see we can on- change it to in the stacks with Batoya <laughs> still you would still be first <laughs> so I see on Amazon Prime apparently I can watch all three of the movies the John mm-hmm. Wick movies so I yeah. didn't you I definitely have to watch them in order. Yeah, yeah. I'm, I plan on doing that, but it's not one that I'm going to watch by myself. It'll, it's definitely a me and Kay kind of movie. It's not scary. No, I know, but I mean, they're movies that I know that, oh, okay, he'll want to watch it or, you know, just, Don't yes. Think they're watching it with Kay. <laughs> Kay's like my mom. <laughs> Every time yes. it gets quiet, Kay's going to start talking mm-hmm. and then you're going to miss stuff. Well, no. So he's kind of stopped doing that. He's stopped doing the talking through parts. The part that drives me insane is that Kenrick likes to believe that he can multitask. And so when he's watching TV, he's like on Facebook, on his iPad. And so things oh, yeah. will be going on. And then he'll, I mean, I want to punch him in his freaking face. He will reach for the remote and rewind. And I'm like, dude, that's not cool. If you stop paying attention to your iPad and just watch the movie, I'm like, we can't watch TV like that together. I can't be devoting my time to watching it to then have the idiot beside me not hear the dialogue for the past couple minutes and me be like, wow. And then he'll be like, oh, I got to rewind it. I'm like, no, no. I mean, that, oh, it infuriates me. And he does it all the time. So, but this is definitely a me and him type of movie. So, um, it's, I think it'll be fine even if he watches, if he decides to be on Facebook at that point. Um, it won't be one that I will allow him to rewind because, I, again, it just I, it gets me very, very angry. So, Well, the second one ends on a cliffhanger, and okay. the third one picks up immediately afterwards. Awesome. That's cool. And the third one, I tell you, the first 20 to 30 minutes, mm-hmm. it's like nonstop action. Wow. I mean, to the point where... I, w- I was in the theater watching it, and I felt exhausted. <laughs> By the time um, it hit 20 or 30. Wow. <laughs> well, I mean, yeah, because, I mean, there's, just, I mean, there's so much going yeah. on. So much, it's nonstop, and there's explosions and stuff. And, and it's like, at some point, I'm like, Jesus, are they ever going to calm down? Because, you know, <laughs> I, I mean, take a breath. You're, yeah. you're like desperate for somebody to just sit down and, like, talk to each other <laughs> over, like, food. You know, and it does calm down at some point, you know, but. But by the first 30 minutes, it's like, I've never seen 30 minutes. And, so, and if, heaven forbid, if you had not seen the first two, yeah, that I mean, one would make no sense because they don't explain shit. All right. Yeah, I, this wasn't one that I would just pick up, you know, unlike the, like, the Fallen movies. Those are like, you know, whatever. If you don't see the first one, it's fine. But, um, yeah, no, I, I, I will start with number one. So what is the, I mean, I know I'm, like, the last to know. But what is the premise of this? Like, what kind of character is he? Is so, he like a vigilante? Is so he? John Wick was a professional assassin. Okay, you're and talking he, like he's a real person. And he got out of the business mm-hmm. and settled down and got married. Okay. And I, what I'm telling you is the first five minutes of the movie. Okay. And his wife uh, got cancer and died. All right. And she knew that he was going to be all alone. And so she gives him a puppy. It's delivered after, she, after the funeral. She okay. gives him a puppy, you know, so that he won't be alone. And it's named after her. 
right? And <laughs> then these Russian guys, right, who get pissed off at John because he won't sell his uh, 1970 Mustang to them. Mm-hmm. They break into his house and beat up John, and they kill his dog. Oh, Lord. So that was the trigger, the killing and of the dog. So then John proceeds to kill three or 400 people <laughs> to, to get back at the dude who killed his dog. Right. And at one point in the movie, of course, somebody's like, it was just a fucking dog. And he was like, it was not a dog to me. Right. And um, oh. that's the first one. Okay. That's, why that's why there's so many memes about, you know, we don't miss, you know, if you want to get rid of Thanos, you just, you know, John Wick's dog was one of those 50% snapped. Oh, right? okay. <laughs> and there's no stopping John. John's going to kill Thanos. Right. Right. Um, so there's all these memes about that. Right. But, the cool thing that they just kind of you, – you see a little bit of in the first one that becomes the dominant part of second and third one is that there's a lot of assassins, and they have this whole, like, subculture. Okay. And they have, like, hotels, like the Continental in New York, where you stay at, and it's illegal to do any business on hotel grounds. Okay. So, for instance, if you and I were both assassins and I had taken out a contract on you, right, then – That's a safe it, zone? You, it's it a safe happen zone. And, we, oh, we okay. Both, we would sit down. We could have drinks there. I could tell you the second you step out of the property, I'm going to put a bullet in your head. Uh-huh. You know it, but I can't do anything on the grounds, <laughs> right? And there's, like, all these places, right? And there's this, like, council of assassins. Mm-hmm. And, I mean, it's really cool. Well, um, I mean, I was curious because, one, it's not like – I mean, I, I like Keanu Reeves but, Reeves, but, you know, it's not like he is as big a star as he used to be. And the fact that it well, I think he's bigger now than he well, ever no, I, I, Yeah, I get, that's what I'm saying. Is like I didn't realize that, well, and certainly listening to the plot, I didn't realize this was going to be like a trilogy and that it was yeah. going to be so popular. Um, so, they already announced the fourth one, yeah. Are you serious? <laughs> yeah, they've announced the fourth one, and there's going to be a spinoff movie called Ballerina that's going to be about a uh, female-centered uh, movie that's in the same universe yeah and they've already confirmed that they're working on a, a, a television series that would probably be on netflix okay it would be called the continental it's ah, just about, about the hotel that would be yeah. kind of cool um there's it a feels lot a little of, disney plus to me <laughs> there's a there's a lot of room i mean they've created this whole little world um there's so many things you could do and so, many so it's an original characters. like an original original not just something they swipe from somebody else or oh no yeah wow that that is nice and the first one i think you could tell in the first one they didn't they didn't know there was it was going to be that popular mm-hmm. the first one's like a story that begins it has an ending okay right and then i think they realized oh hell everybody's going nuts over this and <laughs> so that's why you've got two three and i think four they'll all be tied together um you're gonna have all these spinoffs so it's it's really cool that is yeah i mean that is gonna that would be cool so yeah i mean i it's good to know i can watch all three of them on amazon and i was thinking again i know we're running a bit long um that it's funny because i still you know i pay for cable and i realize now though that more often than not the things will pile up on my dvr because i'm watching stuff i'm just watching amazon prime or i'm watching netflix or you know so I don't want to get rid of it because it's still kind of like the whole home phone thing because I still have a home phone. Um, Mm -hmm. Although it's technically like it's through the internet, but I still have the the same home phone number I've basically had for like, you know, well well over a decade kind of thing. 
so um i totally forgot what i was talking about <laughs> oh my God. All right. Oh, let's talk about the cable. Oh yeah. my God. Um, I knew you were going with the cable. I didn't know where you were going. With I don't that. know where I was going. Oh, well, no, I was talking. Okay. So I was talking about how expensive it is just to have these little add ons to the side. Cause, like, because I watch Murdoch Mysteries, it is a part of Acorn TV. So that's $7.99 a month. Then I have PBS. Um, you know, the app and all that stuff, that's uh, $4.99, I don't remember, something $99 a month. Then, of course, you know, I'm paying for cable, and it's like all these little things start to, <laughs> start to add up, so, you know, your bill can go from zero to way too much very quickly. Yeah. So, I think it's funny that now it seems to be going in the direction that I think everyone has always wanted, where you can just pay for the stuff you want to watch and not pay for the crap you don't want to watch. <laughs> so, yeah. um, so, yeah, I, but then too, I think about it like Netflix and even Amazon and stuff, they feel almost like they could essentially, that they're an extension of what we would consider to be network television, because they're building a whole library that yeah. lends itself to kind of that feel. You know, so, so yeah, I, I just think it's a different flavor of the same thing in the end, but I'm really enjoying the stuff that I have access to on, on, um, both of those primarily, uh, right now I'm more into prime than I am Netflix just because of what I'm watching on prime. But, um, yeah, the, the quality is, is certainly way better than in the past. So I still don't do Hulu. I don't. I don't have a need for it because I pay for cable. Uh, <laughs> um. Yeah. When I get off the uh, the show with you, I'm gonna go watch the season premiere of uh, Riverdale, which came on last night. Oh, and, of course. Uh, you gotta make sure you're all caught up. So when you talk about it with the kids, then. <laughs> and then the newest episode of um, American Horror Story. Well, has that been? Was it 1986? You, when we when we were getting off the air for the um, last season, you talked about how much you were in, really loved that first episode. Yeah, yeah, it's been awesome. It's been fantastic. Oh wow! Um, I'd I'd be fine if I could just you know continue on in this this reality for a lot longer. Um, but I mean, that's the great thing about American Horror Story, though. Is next season will be something completely different. Yeah, <clears throat> and um, I hope it just keeps going. Um, I never want to see it end. Well, so, yeah, I mean, it's good when anthologies seasons. work when they work. <laughs> and when yeah. they don't, it's a mess. But Like, there's a season, Roanoke, um, it's probably my least favorite season, but I know people that they loved it. Mm. But Roanoke, for me, I was like, the whole, the whole way through, I was like, yeah, okay, I'm, I'm going to keep watching it, but I'm ready for next season. And thankfully, you know, the next season was fantastic. You mm -hmm. know, um, so I mean, that, that's the cool thing, though. I just love seeing uh, all the same actors just in completely different roles. Um, oh, it's and when been they real do crossover seasons. It is strange, though, sometimes that like you'll have the same actor playing two different characters. Right. Right. Yeah. I remember and we nobody were talking mentions about that. the fact that they look the exact same. <laughs> you know, um, I, 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 I couldn't avoid saying, you know, wow, you look just like Joe. Right. You know? Right. But no, they don't even mention it. So it's like in that I guess they don't see it the way we see it. Well, I was going to say, again, kind of going back to the whole the streaming options, I love that, like, it's certainly in my case, I am very, you know, like, I have my favorites. So I love period pieces. I like, like, with uh, Murdoch Mysteries, I just, it's Canadian. I love it. I can't help it. 
but it's all, you know, it started, the series starts in the, in 1890. Um, and it's been on it right now. It's in its 13th season. I'm, um, almost finished with season nine, but I just, in I just like that. It feels like now more so than before I can just reach out and watch stuff that, you know, wouldn't have been available to us in the United States. Um, like, you know, even five, 10 years ago, there's so much, there's so much more now an ability to watch stuff across the world because I know Kay watches, he, he loves, um, Amazon prime and Netflix and all that stuff. A lot of times he watches stuff that's dubbed and, you know, I'm like, they always choose the worst voice actors to (laughs) to go with people's voices, um, to, to go with the characters. But it's like, yeah, it's true. I've watched several stuff now, actually, that, that are dubbed. And, you know, it's like, yeah, that's, you know, again, years ago, you, I mean, yeah, it's, it's just a better viewing experience. Yeah. I did download Fubo. So I'm paying for that. What's that? It, um, it has all the local channels on it. Um, so I get to see, you know, the football games and everything. Um, but I also get to watch my Judge Judy now in the evening. And um, it has Still watching Judge Judy. Oh, my gosh. So it has, like, Comedy Central and, you know, TNT and TBS and those kind of things. It's got commercials on it because it's live TV. Right. Um, okay. But I do have it so that, like, for instance, um, see, you know, I have to watch school. Arsenal. Yeah, I was going to say, so you're back to being old school. Like, when something comes on, you've got to go watch it right then. <laughs> Certain things. Um, because I was missing, like, sports and stuff. Yeah. And I had, like, the NBC Sports app where I could watch Arsenal in the Premier League. Mm-hmm. Um, but that app is not worth shit. And I was constantly having to call them and complain about because it would, like, mess up all the time. Hmm. And um, So you were paying for it? No, no. Oh, the NBC okay. Sports app was free. Right. Mm, well, um, but with Fubo, I am paying for Fubo, but you know what? It doesn't mess up. Right. Okay. And you know what? I don't mind paying for stuff if, if it works. I'd rather pay for something that works than get something for free that's not worth shit. Well, yeah, I, I would yeah. have to agree. So, so I've been watching my Arsenal. Um, and then, like when Julian was, uh, T'Challa was here last night, um, you know, we, we stayed up late and we watched uh, the new episode of South Park. Um, <laughs> You know, we watched it live. Mm-hmm. So yeah. that's so funny. I I don't. I couldn't tell you the last time I watched anything live. It's I've just, been watching I'm, um live. I've been watching you know, sports, obviously. I've been watching <laughs> um South Park, and I've been watching The Masked Singer live. Oh jeez, yeah. Um, Kay watches that too. Yeah, and um, this season, I, it's been okay. This season, I haven't been as fascinated by anybody uh, this season so far. Um, last season it was like right away. Okay, Peacock. I'm into Peacock, and I, I knew right away <laughs> that that was going to be Donny Osmond. Right. right away, and I still think he should have won. But um, this season, it's like, hmm. hmm. Um, there is there is one one person. I I I, I can't believe that they would have gotten Jamie Foxx, but it certainly sounds like Jamie Foxx. Hmm. Uh, but I don't know. Anyway, um, so I, those are the things I've been watching live. Oh, okay. else watching. So, so like even with uh, Riverdale, I just watch it on the CW app. I watch it the mm-hmm. next day. So, and oh, unfortunately, okay. it has commercials on the CW. Oh God, app. no! Mm-mm. Yeah, I think but, that must be it. That's why I keep um, paying for cable because I don't watch much of anything live. I mean, I'll watch some 
um, you know, if, if Atlanta United is playing and we're, we're, you know, here and it's, and we're um, able to watch it live, we'll watch it. But I don't watch anything live. So the fact that everything's on the DVR and I can just fast forward through the commercials. Yeah. I, I, um, I think it's a generational thing maybe where it's like now if I was when I'm anywhere else, like if I'm at a family, family member's house or something and the TV's on and there's a commercial, I like, it's, it's almost like I get a weird twitch. Like, you know, it's like, I want to fast forward it. It's just, it's weird. I feel very uncomfortable when the ads are on. It's, it's strange for me because, um, on the one hand, I like not having the commercials and then I could breeze through episodes very quickly. Mm-hmm. But on the other hand, sometimes I like having commercials because like when the commercial is on, I usually read or yeah, I yeah, get yeah. up and I go to the other room and I give me something to drink or whatever, you know. And I will do that, to be honest. Yeah, there are times where I will um, let an episode run with commercials and yeah during the commercial break i'll go run and do something or i will read during that time so i've done that um but i think i like i don't think i could go back to not having that dvr capability yeah because it's one thing to to you know have the option of sitting through commercials versus yeah. having no choice to sit through commercials. And then it's like, Oh, if you miss the first couple seconds of something or a minute, then you're screwed. And um, no, I don't have time for that. I, I haven't used it with Fubo yet, but it lets you pause and rewind and everything live stuff like with the DVR. Um, yeah. But it has, it has to be DVR. in like, it, you have to be in that show at that time, right? You can't do it. Right. On- but you do have a DVR function. It will allow me to record 30 hours worth of stuff and stores it in the, in the cloud. Yeah. Um, I haven't recorded anything yet, um, but it's an option there. I guess. That's cool. Does it give you the option of like setting the shows you want to have it automatically record or anything? Um, I know that the, the one time I, I played with it, um, I, could, I could go to something that was coming on in a couple of hours and click on it and it would say, you uh, want to record it. I don't know if I could set it to record like every week. Oh, okay. Um, I I probably could. I haven't gone that far into it. Like I said, I haven't actually recorded anything. Hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Like I said, I'm just still so old school that I don't just like with the house phone. I don't know if I would ever be able to just give up regular cable or at least having it. It's one of those weird security things. (laughs) I don't have a house phone or cable. Yeah, I just, I, it's weird. Because, yeah, nowadays, it's, who has a house phone, really? But I still, I'm still, you know, those are the little pieces of, you know, my time that I'm like, no, everyone had a house phone. And everyone had at least basic cable at some point, And no, so I, I can't give that up. Yeah. I'm too vain. All right, so I guess uh, we're wrapping it up, right? Yep, we are. I've got to get to bed. Well, I mean, I've got to process this show, and then I need to get to bed. Well, because I have to get up so early. Yeah. I mean, your bedtime is right around the corner. Oh, please. I know. I don't want to be in that world. No, that's too early. So I want to be asleep by 10 o'clock. Wow. See, I don't even, I'm not even asleep by 10 usually. Well, because I have to get up so early and because I'm not feeling all that good, I need to get the extra rest. So, you know, I will take whatever I, well, yeah, I'm going to take something that's going to knock me out 
and then I'll, I'll be good. I'm going to take some, I'll have to do it right after the show. Like as I'm doing the, the editing pieces or whatever, I'm going to have to pop a NyQuil and then, you know, get that done and then just go straight to bed. Because if I don't get enough sleep while I'm on that, oh, I'm, I'm like a bitch the next day. I'm too like irritated because I'm tired. So I'm more of a bitch than usual. How about that? Okay. So. <laughs> All right. All right so I yeah. guess we will be back next week with season, season two, episode nine. I will try to have more nine, to talk about. Whatever. Yeah. See, my brain is all weird tonight. I wasn't supposed to record today. Yes. Well, I was, you know, if you hadn't sent me the invite, I thought we weren't doing it again until next week. Yeah. And I, I went it, back and I counted and I was like, no, no, we did skip two weeks. Yeah. That would be today. Because I was, reason, I thought it was next week. Yeah. I, that was why I tried to, you know, up the time because I was like, oh, you know, I can get this done. And yeah, no. Because otherwise I would have been like, can we take another week off? I would have been fine with that. <laughs> so <laughs> I can, can go without like talking five to you. Years off. <laughs> <laughs> so we right. will be back next week. I will tell you about my uh, amazing, I guess, trip to New Hampshire. <laughs> and I'm sure you'll have some stuff to tell, tell us about your, your kids back from break. Yeah, because my kids are supposed to be writing a 2,000-word essay oh, over uh, fall break. And um, I've only heard from two of my students, no, three of my students. One of them's finished. She sent me her finished paper two days awesome. ago, 2,004 words. Ooh. And um, one of them has been struggling, right? Mm -hmm. And uh, one of them did email me and say, could I please explain again what they were supposed to be writing about? <laughs> what and, were uh, they supposed to be writing about? <laughs> uh, it's about the American dream and the great Gatsby. Oh, okay. Um, oh, yeah, yeah, because, yeah, yeah, Gatsby. They need to tell me what the American dream is, explain to me what was going on in America in the 1920s, you know, with, and how that applies to the American dream, mm -hmm. and then look at the novel, look at the major characters, and tell me how each one of those reflects Fitzgerald's view of the American dream, and do you think that the novel is stating that the American dream was alive and well, or that it was, you know, a bunch of smoke being blown up your ass, right? And, you know, if they just, if they do everything that I told them to do, 2,000 words is easy. Right. Well, yeah, because, I mean, there's a lot that you can draw from in trying to answer all of that. So that shouldn't yes. be an issue. But I, I guarantee you that right now, right now, I imagine a lot of them haven't started. Right. Um, it's due next Tuesday. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but... I, I do think that there's probably quite a few of them who are sitting there going, well, I've got, I've said everything I can say and I've only got 500 words. Oh man. Um, and what grade tell, is this again? They're 11th graders. Okay. Okay. And I always tell them, you know, because sometimes they'll show me like a paragraph and I say, yeah, this is a pretty good paragraph, but you've got like 20 ideas in here. Yep. Break all of those out into individual paragraphs. Right. I said, otherwise, you are going to be spent by the time you get to not even a thousand words, mm -hmm. you know, <laughs> and they're like, so I need to stretch it out. I said, yeah, I'm not telling you to just add words <laughs> You need to take each of these ideas and expand that whole idea into its own little section. You know, they'll, they'll just put everything in one paragraph. Right. Right. You know? And it's like, you covered four characters in one sentence. No. That should be like, you know, three, four paragraphs. 
All righty then. So we will. Um, Barry's so ELA podcast. <laughs> so we'll be back again next time, I guess. All right. <laughs> Bye. Bye.